Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Navarra. Follow us on Twitter at Return to Play Pod and on TikTok, Return to Play Podcast. We're going to do a little different today. We're going to switch it up. We're going to shake it up. We're going to do a little different schedule here. So, you know, we're still going to have the segments, the picks, and we're going to break down the games with the picks. But first, let's talk about the college football playoff. It is TCU plus seven and a half against Michigan, Ohio State plus six and a half against Georgia. I like the two favorites here. Uh, definitely to win. I think it's a Michigan Georgia championship game, but I, I like TCU with the points. I like Georgia with the points. What do you got, Danny? I'm basic, and I I, I see a Georgia Michigan championship is very likely. I would say, uh, I, I, if I had to pick, I would say TCU covering strictly because Michigan isn't like a blow you out like explosive plays kind of team you know they're gonna slow the game down control the clock so i think you especially a team that has experience playing from behind will be able to keep it close um osu i really have no idea what to expect but based on you know what we saw in there you, you know osu destroyed bad teams all year and against uh as desmond howard would say teams with a pulse they struggled um, you know, eked out wins in most of them, but I think uh, Georgia is definitely the best team that they've played by a wide margin. So I, th- I think Georgia probably covers that one. So what I've done is tease TCU up to 14 and a half with a bunch of, uh, as soon as the line came out, like two, three weeks ago, I was doing teasers with that week's NFL games or college, whatever, and then I'd always end it with TCU plus 14 and a half. So I've got a very favorable margin for for that. And then I've just recently done a couple Michigan uh, minus a half with some, or I might just take, you know, I'll, I'll save some of that to live bet it. But basically, if Michigan wins between one and 14 points, uh, I've middled the game and I am. I will be the big winner down in Savannah, Georgia, where I'll be this weekend. Uh, so go dogs, go dogs, fuck Ohio State. <laughs> Let's move on. Unless Danny, you got anything else on the college football? Not on college football. I did put up in the news here. Uh, happy trails. JJ Watt announced his retirement after the season on social media. Tough, tough to see. JJ, the prime of JJ Watt, obviously still has. I mean, he he was played his dick off on on Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Tough to see him lose. Tough to see McSorley lose. I thought I thought McSorley. You know, it was awesome to see him. You know, playing meaningful minutes in a in a real game again. Uh, I thought he did okay. Uh, you know, didn't try to do too much. Just kind of played within his uh, his game, managed the game well, put him in a position to win. Obviously, they blew it. I'm so pissed about the Hail Mary getting picked off to uh to fuck with his stats a little bit. That that was a kick in the balls. Hopefully not the last we've seen of McSorley, but uh 
Happy Trails, JJ Watt, the the prime of JJ before being derailed by injuries, I would say was the most like that 2014, 2015 JJ Watt, probably the most dominant defensive player I've personally seen. I, I I'd say prime JJ over Aaron Donald. I don't I don't know. That might be a controversial thing, but but I'm I'm taking JJ Watt there. Yeah, no, JJ Watt changed the game, it seems like after he came around, the game of football more heavily depended on the edge rusher. Before JJ Watt, I don't think edge rush, edge rushers were getting, you know, the high value contracts that they're they're getting now. So I definitely say he's obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer in my opinion. Yeah, good good luck to him. He is kind of a corny can of corn guy but you know what do you expect from a midwesterner hopefully uh hopefully tj doesn't get derailed by injuries hopefully this year was just the uh the outlier but time will tell yeah so let's move on let's just get right to the segments here and do draw of the week my draw of the week after the world cup madness i don't think my draw hit last week that's okay we're coming back with Premier League, and that is Crystal Palace versus Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Born Bournemouth. Bournem. Yeah. Well, there you go. You gotta speak. You gotta speak British better, bro. They they'll they'll take it how I give it in the UK. How about that? Uh, what do you got for your draw? I so first of all, I have been absolutely ice cold on these. So I'm gonna switch it up. I'm, this one might seem a little controversial, but I don't know why. I'm just I'm just feeling this after after my crazy hot start to these. I've I'm on a long. I don't even want to add it up, but I have not hit one in, a, in an extended period of time. But I'm really feeling Brighton versus Arsenal. Brighton, kind of that overachieving team. Uh, don't have the stud lineup, uh, but somehow they've been you know competing with the big boys all all season. Arsenal has looked unbeatable. Um, they've they've got one loss in the Premier League, and that was to a Manchester United that still had Ronaldo. Uh, one loss, one draw. The rest have been all wins. Arsenal have looked insane. So they're actually fairly comfortably ahead of City right now against all odds. But I don't know. On the road, Brighton's looked hot. I just something's telling me Brighton's gonna sneak out a draw. I like this one. I don't hate it. Uh, what segment does that bring us to now? Yeah, that brings us to the LGBTQIA plus player of the week. We're getting to it early in the show, but that makes it no more or less important. But I got to give it to my boy. A uh, big overtime win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carl Nassib playing playing a little bit of a role in there. Shit, was he inactive again? I'm seeing no stats for Carl Nassib. He might have been inactive again. But nonetheless, big win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting back into uh, playoff contention. They need one more win to to clinch the AFC, AFC, the NFC South against all odds, uh, which is kind of disgusting. And Brady will get a home playoff game. Also, Ryan Jensen today, Wednesday, was designated to return from IR. They opened his practice window, so... Uh, big, big bolster to to Brady and his O line. Um, Tampa Bay getting a home playoff game. 
you know, it's it's ridiculous. But Brady Brady's gonna do some magic. He's gonna be eight and nine, win win a win a playoff game at home, and maybe maybe get a little uh, playoff push here. But big win for the Bucks. Got to give it to my boy Carl Nassib. I have the Saints still at uh, to win the division, and then I took the Bucks to lose in the divisional round. So I kind of have it both ways. Although the Panthers could play spoiler. And that leads us right into our greasy gambling picks because my first pick right into it, I have the Carolina Panthers plus three. No one's expecting them to win this game because probably no one watched that snoozer of a Sunday night football game. Everyone was with their families and stuff, so they didn't see Tom Brady and the Bucks absolutely stinking on Sunday night. and. The and the uh, Cardinals really not putting forth their best effort either, and it still came down to overtime. So I I think the Panthers' defense is good. I think they're they're more of a unit though. They're more of a team than the Bucks are a team. I think they have their shit together a little bit more. As weird as that sounds, so uh, Panthers plus three. I believe everybody is healthy on both sides of the ball as well do you have anything on that game yeah that that division has just been entirely unpredictable all all season so i have no idea that is a i i wouldn't think that the spread would be that large so i might lean saints but that's a wild card for me so uh next pick here the chicago bears plus six at the detroit lions just I believe they have the second pick locked up now. I don't think I don't think it matters now if they win. No, if they if they won the last two, they'd have five wins, so they they'd jump the the all the four win teams. But, I see, but they can but, get to four. They can, if they lose out in Houston, they can still get to one if if Houston manages to win another game. Which preseason I picked Bears to have the worst record, so go go Texans. Yeah, this is pretty much a uh, gross pick. Chase Claypool, non-participant today, Wednesday, with a knee. But, you know, Bears have been 0-7 since acquiring Claypool. But that's not really fair because, I mean, they're they're a three-win team. So, of course, they have a seven-game losing streak. I don't think Chase Claypool was um, anything to do with it. I don't think he's harming their team. But he's certainly not standing out and helping him. He he just was proven to be not the guy they thought he was when they drafted him. or He never reached his ceiling, and I don't know if he ever will. I guess a fresh offseason with the Bears and, and Justin Fields, they might, they might be able to make something happen, but wouldn't count on it. Anything, for, anything else for the Bears or the uh, Lions? I got nothing there. Ah, I mean, the Lions looked bad last week. I don't know. Yeah, Saints, it's a gross this, pick. That, it's yeah. a gross pick. That's why I went with it. They're, they're it, both kind of they're both kind of gross gross murky picks. But who am I to tell you how to do your job? Well, well, I am twenty eight and eighteen and two, and nine and seven in my locks of the week. So my lock of the week, I will save for after this story. My lock of the week last week. Air Force plus three and a half. Air Force fucking murdered the Baylor Bears. They dropped 
an A-bomb on, on Bear Country. And I watched most of this game in a a uh, pub in Charleston, West Virginia. We stopped there for the night on our drive back to Ohio. We're at the bar, and, uh, but walking from the hotel to the bar, which was only two blocks, I see a guy just stumble off the curb onto the street. Dave, did I tell you this story? Did I text you this story? You, you did not. I'm I'm tuned in. Okay. Guy stumbles off of the curb onto the street. This lady already starts walking over to him and like, hey, you need to get out of the street. And he's just drunk as fuck. He's like, ah. So I just like walk up to him. And he's older, right? He's still in his he's still in his machine shop work outfit with the stitched uh the stitched name on the uh the work pinup. He's just like, I'm 68 years old, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not fine. You're in the street, buddy. You need to get out the street. And he goes, uh, he goes, ah, and I'm like, let me have, so I, I, the husband, hair husband comes over and I tell him, you know, pick him up from underneath the arms. So we get him up and, uh, stand him up and he's like, I'm good. I'm good. And like, I am max assist holding this guy upright. I go, I go, buddy, if I let go of your back right now, you're going you're to fall over. And, a few mo- moments later, we got him to the bank corner stoop there of the uh, the corner of the street. We put him on the bank stoop, and I just walked away, got some hand sanitizer, and ordered a Jameson and ginger ale. <laughs> it was a fun night. Oh, and the bartender poured me a double of Jack Daniels 10-year anniversary or 10-year uh, aged uh, Jack Daniels. It's like, $300 bottle of Jack. She poured me a double of that on the rocks for $12. She had no clue what it was. It was fantastic. I got wasted for 20 bucks. Epic. Yeah. So how's and that, then, how's that tie into the pick? Oh, because I was watching Air Force at the bar. And that was my lock of the week last week. Ah, uh, I see. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what an adventure ensues. <laughs> For this Sunday, driving back from uh, Savannah, and I will be watching the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, plus six against the Philadelphia Eagles. The the This is a gross pick. Everyone's on the Eagles. All the public's on the Eagles, yet there's more money on the Saints, plus six. Huh? I don't get it either, people. I, I mean, I've just been doing this basically for the last uh, eight weeks here, 10 weeks here, um, just following the picks that don't make sense that that have more money on them. Uh, that's basically been my strategy here as I've gone. Would you say I was? I was like, what, 11 and 14? Since week nine, I've been 17 and four. Yeah, the week you had the, the two pushes, you were 11, 14, and two. Since then, you are 17 and 4, which is astronomical. Catapulted him into first place. Uh, basically, I have to go 6 and 0. Oh, and I'm, I'm hot. I've hit, I've hit four locks in a row. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on a little bit of a streak myself here. And, uh, yeah. And I have to go 6 and 0, oh, basically, just to have any hope of catching Steve. But those are some gross picks that he just gave you. He has the NFC South 
involved in two of them. Um, so, <laughs> I live in the mud. <laughs> which, uh, so yeah, so uh, maybe maybe we got some uh, some chances. I just realized all three of mine have the same exact spread, which is freaking wild. Uh, so let me. Uh, I'll get started. I'll go. My I got the my one my lone NFL pick of the week. Seattle one point five home dog to the Jets. The Jets are spiraling. Um, Seattle on the brink of a playoff berth. Give me Geno. Give me Seattle. I I, I can't I can't see the Jets winning this game. Um, then I uh, like I, T- Tyler Lockett and uh, Kenneth Walker still have not practiced yet this week. I don't care. I don't care. The Jets. Stink. I'm just. Te- I'm letting the people know. He's letting the people know that Seattle's going to win. Uh, and then I got. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me let me figure out what what bowl this is. I like to. I like to give the bowl titles. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, Maryland, mm-hmm. plus one and a half. Uh, I've been. I've been on Maryland all year. They've been a uh, solid team. NC State kind of. Uh, was a little a little overrated, overhyped at the beginning of the year. Got banged up and then started. Uh, you know the the results kind of showed themselves. I think Maryland. You know, you know they got a loss to Michigan. They got a loss to Ohio State. They got a loss to Penn State. They played a lot of strong teams. Uh, Maryland's a good team. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa. Uh, yeah, I, he he could not even be playing in this bowl. That's why these bowls are so hard to freaking pick. I have no idea. But Maryland is. In my opinion, the much better team than NC State. I don't know how they're a dog. Uh, ESPN's FPI is giving Maryland a 52.8% chance. So you're giving me points and a greater than 50% chance. Yeah, I'm taking that. Uh, let's go Terps. Go Big Ten. Big Ten currently 1-0 in the Bulls as as of recording. So that's my second pick. My third lock of the week. Put all you know, Sell your house. Put your mortgage on this. I don't care. This is a game. I feel terrible for Illinois. It's the uh, Relia Quest Bowl, whatever the hell that means. Monday, January 2nd, right before uh, Penn State's going to lose in the Rose Bowl. Um, Mississippi State and Illinois. Mississippi State apparently somehow is an underdog, plus one and a half on FanDuel. Lock that in. That's my lock of the century. There's no possible way and i i mean i hate i can't root against the big 10 i i I, illinois had an incredible season bielema was doing a fantastic job there but there's no way mississippi state can come into this game and lose um you know with with what mike leach did for college football with what he did for that program in his few short years there um it's yeah i mean you 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 can't you know these players are going to come out here and play for him and it's it's just one of them things. It's you know it's like the it's like the Franco Harris thing. Like like you're playing for so much more at that point. It's like something divine. You have the the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception, and and Cam Sutton comes down the, end the of immaculate Derek the, career. the immaculate interception. Yeah. So uh, um, he'll be on the Colts next. Year. <laughs> Pittsburgh did did everything they could to lose that game, and. Uh, and the divine, divine football gods intervened, and and I expect I expect similar fortunes for the for the for the dogs. Hail State, Mississippi State, plus one and a half. Lock it in. All right, now we can get to Jimmy Shitty stinking picks. He is actually able to still go 
500, above 500 this year. He's 21, 24, and 2. And 5 and 11 in his locks, though. So you might want to fade his lock this week. It is Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders, minus one and a half. Yes, he is betting on Carson Wentz. That's Carson Wentz he is betting on against the Browns, who Deshaun Watson is um, also pretty turdy at football, but is a significant upgrade over Carson Wentz. So they have a better uh, quarterback. However, I think Ron Rivera is a better coach. Uh, I I can see a world where the, the commanders win here, but I have commanders under seven and a half wins. That one's in Washington, right? If that's in Washington, I love that pick. I don't know how I didn't notice that. Because I probably would have picked it. It is in Washington. I'm here for you, Jim. That's a, that's a good pick. I'll give it to you when you when you when you earned it. I'm on the I'm on the Commanders. I like the Commanders. I'm 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 in. I'm in. Uh, I stood up there, made a lot of racket. That's that's how it in I am. Uh, okay, so his next pick though, uh, it's a stay away game. This is a game you should not wager on. He has the Tennessee Titans plus 12 and a half. Yes, that's a lot of points, but Cowboys are fighting for their playoff lives here. And not only that, but they they probably feel like they need a convincing win, a statement win for their own sanity because they are not playing good football right now. So they need to get it together and play a good football game against, you know, Derrick Henry can can always uh, definitely manage the game keep possession with the Titans, but uh, Dax obviously much, much, much better than Malik Willis. Uh, Titans, though, plus 12 and a half, whatever. And then he has the Baltimore Ravens uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're home, and uh, they are minus two and a half. Uh, Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately for Jim, uh, 97% of the money is being bet on the Steelers right now as of Wednesday. Um, That's all of the money. All of the money is being bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers. So usually when that happens, Vegas seems to to win on those games. So, uh, yeah. But that means – nope, nope, it doesn't mean anything. It means the Steelers are going to lose, yeah. Uh, Ravens defense, very good. Steelers offense, very not good. What do you say about any of that, Danny? Yeah, I don't know. You you lost me on the on the last two there, Jim. Um, but back to that uh, the Commanders Browns thing. Well, I I, I love the, if if that Commanders pick is I don't know why that spread so low, especially the Washington hanging on to that final wild card spot, and uh, the Browns you know eliminated, going to be deflated. I do want to touch on. Um, we didn't talk anything about this, but the uh, how Miles Garrett was uh, was benched last game for for disciplinary oh. rules kind of flew under the radar which was uh weird it was it was ruled a uh a quote team thing by Stefanski so who knows what is what is going on with that um but dysfunction coming out of <laughs> unexpected dysfunction coming out of the you know with the browns you have a certain level of expected dysfunction but this was the unexpected dysfunction so who knows what that browns freaking team is even going to look like 
coming out on Sunday. So, um, yeah, love that commander's pig. You lost me with the last two there, Jim. Ravens, uh, who knows what their quarterback situation is going to be like, but that ties us ties us in perfectly to transition to our uh, our injury news. Lamar still not practicing. Mm. Um, what's going on with that? I don't know. I think he's just. I think, uh, you know, he'll probably sit out until the playoffs. I don't know. He, you know, he's obviously not risking anything. He has no contract. Um, he's not risking anything long term, and I think he's probably a little pissed off that they didn't extend him on his terms. Um, so who knows? I I probably don't expect to see Lamar back, at least in the regular season. And I honestly don't expect to see him back in a uh, Ravens uniform next year. What what say you? I say <clears throat> I say that the Ravens are not going to offer him more than Kyler got. So if right. if Lamar it's in Lamar's hands to, you know, take a little less money and and stick with the team that they built the entire team around or take your chances somewhere else with an entirely new staff for more money but new staff uh new scheme that may not be maybe it's better maybe it's not uh but you know that's kind of the weighing option and they haven't gotten him any really good receivers in you know his entire time there he's never had a core of receiving receivers with depth anything like that he you know he's had sammy watkins and devin duvernay now maybe you uh put devin duvernay on with patrick mahomes and devin duvernay is probably getting you eight to ten fantasy points a week but raven's offense not built to to throw it as much um and that's what lamar kind of thrives in because he's not a passing quarterback i don't know what people people who say that it's like oh lamar you know this it's the system not letting lamar throw it you know the right what well, lamar throws ducks half the time so sometimes he, he can throw the dime he can throw a deep dime but you know yeah, yeah, yeah. pressure and he has done it in the past, yes. Uh, but it's not those throws. It's the throws where he doesn't have time and has to read the defense still and make the throw on the run accurately. That's a hard thing to do. And and so, you know, he's not as good as, per se, uh, Mahomes. And, and Oh, not nearly. He's not even in the same... Yeah, so so I guess then in a roundabout way, then why does he think he needs to be the most paid quarterback? Because in well, my I think, eyes, I think I mean I think based on he, I don't think he's saying like he deserves more than than a Mahomes. But when you like when you look at the quarterbacks that got the contracts, yeah, he's he's much better than Kyler Murray. He's he's yeah. you know I mean Lamar is just such a freak exceptional exceptional athlete like he's so much more dynamic and explosive and athletic than the entire defense that that he's such a threat that it out it outweighs his uh handicaps so to speak uh throwing the ball because he's not an accurate thrower he's not a great thrower he's never going to beat you with his arm and when he when he gets you know when you when you look at at uh you know Lamar you know teams like the Steelers that that 
you know, get to the quarterback and contain the run. His stats are, are putrid. I'm not going to pull them up, but they're like very, very bad. His rating is probably somewhere in the 60s. Same with his rating in the playoffs, like his his playoff performances. You know, when you're playing great defenses that can contain him, his numbers are abysmal. You look at, you know, for for our, our six viewers, take 30 seconds right now. Google Mahomes' playoff stats. Google Josh Allen's playoff stats. Josh Allen, it's it's unreal how much he elevates in in these playoff games. I think he's like fourteen touchdowns to one pick. So it's you know Lamar's definitely not in the in the league in the same league with those guys that that can and do beat you with their arm. Um, so you know Lamar's always going to kind of have his ceiling against those dominant defenses, um, where you, where you know Baltimore has struggled to make deep playoff runs because of it. But Baltimore also is a is a fantastic, well run organization, and they know. You look at the th- the three huge quarterback contracts that were handed out. All three of them are absolute disaster train wrecks right now. <laughs> um, and and Deshaun Watson, although he got the most guaranteed money, as bad as the Browns season has been, they're they're looking at the pan- the uh, Cardinals, and they're looking at the uh, the Broncos, and they're like, woo. <laughs> at least we're not that bad because those you know if you're a denver fan all you gave up to get russ and all you paid him or or arizona because kyler murray might not even play next year <laughs> and, you know you're free, you're done for a freaking decade i'd i'd enter the transfer portal i'd be so pissed if i was a fan so the Balt, you know the baltimore ravens aren't gonna shell out that much money i'm trying to i'm trying to look at some cap space right now and think of teams that that would be i'm you know they'll they'll franchise him probably and and trade him if he's you know demanding that 200 million guaranteed i don't know i mean who's who the jets the jets are are a stupid team that would hand out that money the the, (laughs) washington um they have a history of paying way too much money for players that don't deserve it uh yeah, there there would be a couple out there, and then maybe like one surprise one. Maybe the, the Falcons got a lot of cap space. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe Atlanta could make a make a reach. Atlanta tried to get Deshaun, so maybe they'll try to get uh, get Lamar. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I I personally at at this point don't expect him to to be back in a Ravens uniform. Maybe ever. I'm sure he'll play in the playoffs, but I don't see him being back next year. All right, that was uh, we talked about Lamar way too long. <laughs> yep, uh, that's okay. We got well, we got a couple other uh, quarterbacks real quick. We could we could touch uh, on Tua. What's what say you on Tua? His um, uh, he played very very bad. It's unexplicable. Like I was watching that game, and I could you just kind of knew the Packers were gonna win. Um, even before halftime, I had that vibe at least, and. And then Tua exceeded my expectations. It was like three terrible picks. But that's the thing, though. He's been throwing bad picks or near picks all season long. Like the Steelers had like four drop picks on him. And then I think a couple of weeks before that, teams had multiple drop picks from him as well. And so I think that kind of just caught back up with him. The the football gods kind of balanced the scales there. And they went from maybe winning their division over the Bills to maybe they're not in the playoffs. So very interesting uh, with Tua there. He he's yeah, he just dropped the bag. <laughs> he he was on pace to 
to snag it. And uh, now, now he's not going to get those, those type of numbers of which we were just talking about. I, uh, I'm trying to pull up these stats here, pre-concussion to it to post-concussion to it. So all three of the, the picks came after the concussion, but, but as far as, uh, you know, this is his, okay, here. So pre-concussion nine for 12, 229 yards and a touchdown post-concussion seven for 13 with, with three picks. Um, I mean, obviously, it's the same thing I was talking about with with Pickett last week, which obviously, you know, healthy, unconcussed Tua has been freaking elite this year, putting up ridiculous numbers. And it's different with Miami because they're still playing for something where Pittsburgh throwing Pickett back out there was is just completely ridiculous. But, you know, Tua, as far as longevity... It's, it's 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 tough because you know with Tua in there Miami has been with Tua healthy Miami has been one of the most explosive uh dangerous teams in the league let alone the AFC um and so you know you kind of you don't want to want to waste the season waste the playoff opportunity but in interest of him and his career in interest of you and having a franchise quarterback you know they they need to shut him down for the, I mean, he's not going to play Sunday, but but for the remainder of the season, especially you know, for Tua to know, know that he's concussed and to you know not report his symptoms and try to continue playing, and for Miami to not be monitoring that situation, especially with the you know the situation they caught themselves in earlier in the season, is uh, wild. But but you know they wanted the they want it, it helped Pittsburgh because uh, Pittsburgh would be eliminated if Miami didn't choke that game. But you know Miami wanted to get into the playoffs and kind of continue this push. But now I think the uh, the wheels might fall off here, and Pittsburgh has an outside chance. Pittsburgh obviously has P- Pittsburgh has to win out, and Miami has to lose out these final two games. But um, with you know with no Tua, you're 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 saying there's a chance. But Kill. yes, Pittsburgh. I mean, Miami needs to shut down Tua. Pittsburgh needs to shut down Pickett. Both will probably. Well, Pickett's definitely back. I'm sure. I'm sure if Miami gets into the playoffs, they'll they'll get Tua back out there. Which I mean, if I you know, and I don't blame Tua because if I was Tua, I'd probably freaking rush back out there too, try to try to get there for the playoff push. But from a medical perspective, you know, looking at the at the situation, it's um. Unfortunate, dangerous. Yeah, what I meant by fumbling the bag is that with Tua's injuries, he's got a fragile tag on him. I I put him in my fragile category, and that means he probably isn't going to have as long as of as a career as Eli Manning and Philip Rivers and those big tall bastards that are like trees back there. Towards the end, um, Tua is only good with his mobility. That's apparent, but he's also now fragile and gets hurt quite often. Unfortunately, his head has hit the ground really hard uh, several times this season and not, not good for his health or career and wish him the best. Do you have anything else to send people into the new year, Danny? Not even related to anything that we just said, but uh, I wish I had it pulled up while we were recording. Kansas freaking came back 
So we're recording <laughs> Wednesday night. Kansas forced overtime. They were getting smacked by Arkansas. So, um, yeah, I wish I was watching that. But uh, epic bowl season. Derek Carr benched for Jared Stidham. Is where does Carr play in twenty twenty three? Ring it, ring in your new year with your Derek Carr predictions. Colts. I said that earlier in the show. Oh fuck! I missed that. Um, yeah, Col- yeah, you did say that actually. I remember that. I'm gonna go out on the limb here, <clears throat> and I'm gonna say he's gonna his next snap will still be with the Raiders because Devontae Adams will want him to stay there, and that will carry enough weight. Carr takes. First of all, he's obviously not in that elite category, but he takes too much heat for being on a trash team. He's a he's a serviceable, above average quality quarterback. And they're not gonna have a better option to replace him. So I say the Raiders. They're just seeing what they got in Stidham. And maybe maybe they can if he looks great, cool, maybe they can trade him. Or if he looks great and they wanna play Stidham, maybe maybe Stidham becomes the guy, but my prediction for twenty twenty three is uh the Raiders still. And that's and that's all I got. Go Don't hate uh, it. Go so. Penn State. Go Rose Bowl. All yeah. all these guys that are declaring are are for the most part Joey Porter I think is, is sitting out, but for the most part all all the all the NFL guys are, are playing this year, which is nice. Oh yeah, well so uh, I don't know about the Utah side who's playing in that, uh, but I'd imagine everyone for Utah is playing too. And yeah, I think Penn State's defense can contain Utah. They are they're definitely capable. Without Joey Porter Jr., he was definitely a, a rock solid staple of that offense. But uh, I like Penn State in the game. And fourth and be- goal. Fourth and goal. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yes. No, Penn not. State. Penn State's a good a good pick to cover. Fourth and state. Kansas. Fourth and state. Fourth and state. Fourth and goal. Kansas freaking scores. That dude that that caught the game winning conversion against Texas last year scored the the touchdown. Kansas got the ball first though, but freaking what a crazy comeback! I missed I missed all of it. I I assumed they were dead. Go yeah. Hawks. Go Jayhawks. I have, I have them in my picks. You you took uh, Arkansas. I thought Arkansas. I mean Arkansas was a top ten team at one point, and you know with uh, KJ Jefferson healthy, I thought they would freaking roll through them. But hats off to freaking Kansas. Uh, Arkansas just went for twenty yards on the first play, first and goal five. <laughs> but that's uh, enough about that's enough about a bowl game that's going to be over by the time you listen to this. <laughs> yeah, so have a happy, happy New Year. Bring it in spectacularly. Enjoy the football on this weekend, and because after this weekend, uh, not as much football will be on you know, for the rest of the new year here. And that's a sad thing, but so don't think yeah. about that. Don't leave us on a depressing note. Leave, leave us, give us something good to go with. What you should think about is all the great games. The Steelers are still in the playoffs. They got the awesome win on the Franco Harris night on, on uh, Christmas Eve. Oh, well, this is also kind of depressing, but not for – Everyone, just for me, uh, I don't think I told you this either. 
my cousin Amy, this was Friday night when I went back to PA. She said, uh, oh, my boss had four box seats for the Steelers game tomorrow, but it's going to be too cold. So I said, no. What? I said, I said, it's the box. You're in the box, Amy. And she's like, well, no, it's the seats right in front of the box, and it's not free booze in those seats. And I'm like, still. I was like, what? And she's like, well, I guess I could have asked you if you wanted to go. I was, I was about to strangle her ass on Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, so, yeah, that's not Deservedly. Uh, but she did say her boss doesn't go to a whole lot of games, so she'll call me next season if they're available. I am still on the wait list for season tickets. Arkansas scored in two plays, by the way. <laughs> I see the I see the ticker on my I should just put the game on. Yeah, so on that note, I'm gonna watch the end of this overtime game and and edit the audio. I, I think I got quite a bit to do. We had some technical difficulties. <laughs> For the rest of the year and into the new, stay healthy, America.